Hi, this is Jens Bunnell. We are here at Door to Door Con 6, year 6. It's crazy it's been 6 years. We're on the Expand podcast here. We got Joe Jordan, co-founder and co-CEO of Ciro. How are you doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks Good, for having dude. me. How's the conference been? <sighs> crazy. Good. Uh, I'm a little bit afraid of next week, how many sales conversations we have coming. <laughs> that's a good it's problem be, to have. Yeah, that's dude, a great that's problem a great to have. Problem. You got yeah. a booth here, right? Yep, we got cool. a booth. Awesome, awesome location. It's been outstanding for us. So Beautiful. Far. Love to hear that, dude. So give us a little bit about your background. You mentioned, you know, you started in door-to-door, one of the OGs. Um, uh, give us a little bit of that, and then we'll we'll dive in. Sure, sure. Well, I didn't get started doing door-to-door. I did the next closest thing, okay. which was selling Cutco knives at Vector Marketing. It used to be a little gotcha, bit of door-to-door. Okay. Like when Neil Armstrong actually did it, it used to be door-to-door. Now oh, okay. um, it's all through preset appointments, but that's where I got started. That's where I fell in love with sales. I mean, I was a computer science guy studying engineering and I tried it, ended up loving it and being good at it. Um, So I broke the office record for sales in my first couple, uh, my first 10 days. The next summer I was invited to become a manager. First 10 days. First 10 days, yep. Um, And uh, when I was a manager, I really liked it, but I felt like I failed even though the numbers said we did really well because Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to help a single one of my sales reps learn as much as I had or sell as much as I had. And so that's kind of where we got the idea um, for Ciro, what I'm working on now. Mm. Um, I didn't have the time to help my reps give them the mentorship I promised them in the interview. Mm. And so the whole idea with Ciro was to, you know, the game film for sales, record those conversations so I can scale myself and correct those mistakes, catch them before the reps quit or gave up on themselves. Mm. Cool. So you're catching them. So you're able to teach them their mistakes correct them so they can go and improve themselves and have a good experience with your company. That's right. Instead of them going and making these mistakes, not making money, having expectations not being met, and then they're like, screw it, I'm out. Yeah. Happens so often in the door-to-door industry, so often in sales in general. Yeah. Um, so that's a beautiful thing. Tell us a little bit more about Sierra. How long you guys been around? What exactly you target? What exactly you do? What's the pain that you fulfill? All that. Sure. Yeah. So I got sort of working on it right after college. Mm-hmm. I wrote an app in college to help with Cutco salespeople and decided this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to go after this problem. I teamed up with my co-founder um, and we've been working on it ever since. So oh. um, like I said, it's like the game film for sales and really the problem we're solving is sales managers that don't have enough time to mentor their people the way they would like to. Mm. Um, we all wish we could be there for our sales reps and we really just can't yeah. once we get to a certain point. If you have more than one or two people, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, and so really what we're going to do is record those sales conversations, um, especially door to door and in the home. Mm. Um, we're going to transcribe them, find the key moments, the objections, the smoke screens, talking about pricing next steps. And in each key moment, if you're the sales rep, we'll actually show you how the top rep in your company has handled mm. that before with the previous customer right underneath. That's what we call the answer key. So cool. Um, and if you're a manager, we'll send a couple of those key moments to you. So instead of like going out and shadowing your team every day, you can check a couple of these moments, almost like going through your email. Yeah. And it becomes as easy to coach your team as it is to respond to a text message. So cool. So cool. Game film for sales. I freaking love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, that's, such a, that's such a missed aspect of, of the industry, right? The training and everything. Because role play goes only so far, right? And a lot of times either like people are just like super hard A's in the role play or they're like they're super giving and, and it's not authentic. And now you're getting like authentic conversation. You're getting like how the homeowner thinks, how they come in. That's a beautiful thing. What have you seen 
um, this change within your, this, your clients? What has it changed? What has it given them that they didn't have before? Yeah, absolutely. The, the number one thing is just the time back. Managers are like, oh my God, I feel like I can be everywhere at once. It's like <laughs> cool. you, you see people are, are coaching their team from the toilet, right? Yeah. On their phone. Um, <laughs> and as far as the numbers, um, we've seen close rate increases anywhere from 17 to 25 to 30, depending on what industry you're in. Awesome. Um, and the more you use zero, the higher mm -hmm. we see your close rate increase. Mm. Um, but my favorite part is honestly just hearing the individual stories. People, you know, I had a manager whose style didn't match mine. And I felt like I was doing something wrong because I couldn't replicate what he was doing. But then mm -hmm. I opened up Zero and found out one of the top reps in the company is more like me. I started taking that from him in a completely different mm -hmm. market and my sales doubled the next week. Mm -hmm. And I was just listening to him every night on the way home. And, um, and, and that was the most explosive growth I've ever experienced over the course of my career. Just mm -hmm. a week of listening to someone who actually finally matched my style. That's so cool. Um, you know, those, those sorts of, of stories are awesome. And we've even had, had uh, examples where sales managers wanted to leave to go to another company because that company had zero and another company didn't. Wow. Um, just yeah. because it scales you so much and makes you so much more powerful as a manager. I love that because so often I've heard is like, no, you got to sell as you. Like, don't do exactly what I do which has some merit in it because as a manager, your style is going to be different than the guys you teach. However, there's very similar styles that fit little pockets of people. So if you can find that person in your company that you're like, oh, that's authentic to me. Yes. You can start to implement those things and you're not just getting that one person that's on your team or your direct manager, but you're getting a whole open to the whole company or whoever's on that serial platform and you start to find these people that that feels authentic. I'm able to, I'm able to go and do that. Exactly. And capitalize that. That's a really cool aspect of it. Yeah. When I first shadowed someone doing door to door, it was with one of our first customers. I'm um, in pest control. I watched the first guy do it and I was like, holy crap, there's mm. no way I could do this. I mean, I was good at cut go, but there's yeah. no way I could do this. Yeah. Fast forward an hour and I go yeah. and shadow one of his reps who style match morning. And I was yeah. like, Put me in there, coach. <laughs> like I it. could absolutely do this, huh. right? Yeah. And I think managers make that mistake of just like trying to teach reps to do it their way all the mm. time. And the way they do it's not replicatable, especially mm -hmm. if your style is more of that bravado, that charisma, that confidence. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's hard for reps to replicate and you gotta be ready to teach people to those different styles mm. and pull examples. One of the biggest things I did as a manager that helped was like, as soon as I realized someone was gonna be good, I figured out what their style was and introduced them to the best person I knew in the company mm. who had that style. Mm. And that is what lets people see a vision of themselves that they could see themselves becoming mm. you know, with the company. Um, and I think, I think that, that really helps. So cool. That's awesome, man. Well, that's a beautiful thing you got going with Ciro. Uh, two years, I'm sure incredible growth you know, with the people that you're helping. Um, what is it that made you want to dive into the door-to-door -door even more? Because you mentioned like this kind of your bread and butter, the door-to-door, -door. you do, yep. do outside sales. What about it is, is so intriguing for you in the door-to-door -door space? Like what about our listeners? What about that, that that makes you stay? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's two things. The people that we see in the door-to-door -door industry, mm -hmm. um, you can come in and get a job in door-to-door -door with no degree, like, um, honestly, all you need sometimes is a social security number and you've got a shot. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Um, and after that, it's just up to you. How hard do you work so cool. and how good do you get right at bats times batting percentage? Yeah. And you can promote yourself and get higher incomes just by making, uh, making yourself better and working harder. So, so, cool. so I love that aspect that 
you can come in and get a shot no matter what your background is. So cool. Um, and number two, it's underserved. Like when I have been talking to tech investors from Silicon Valley raising money for this thing, um, people are like door to door, is that still happening? And we get to say, actually, 2020 was door to door's biggest year ever. Mm. This thing is, because people just don't know about it. And so mm -hmm. the best people at technology aren't building for door to door. Mm. And so that, that was another gap that we saw in this space. Mm. So cool. That's awesome, man. I, uh, you had mentioned that you're really passionate about this 80-20 rule. Right? Sure, yeah. Let's, let's hear about that, because I'm sure that's, that applies it huge in, in this space, right? Yeah, so um, if you graph like your, your sales team's success, if you put yeah. on the x-axis um, the number of sales, right? Yeah. The sales volume that yeah, your yeah. sales reps are producing, and then on the y-axis, like how many sales reps are achieving that level of, of productivity. Okay. Um, you're going to see that it's not the case that most sales reps do pretty good and some do really well and some do really poorly. Hmm. What you're going to see is that most sales reps don't do well at all. Hmm. Some of them do okay. And then very few account for the that, vast majority of the commissions yeah. and the sales. Hmm. What are some other places we see this 80-20 rule? You see it in actually uh, population counts for cities. You mm. see it in wealth distributions. You see it in the size of forests. So, so what is behind this 80-20 rule? You see it in places where getting a certain amount of a number helps you get more of that number. Mm. So for cities, like as soon as you grow to a certain point, like you've got more jobs, more opportunities, more people want to go there, and it helps you continue growing even further. Right. Same thing with wealth. Like you accumulate a certain amount of money, um, it helps you deploy that cash to grow your wealth and so forth. So why right. do we see this in sales? Well, it's once you start doing really well, you get more mentorship and attention. Mm. You get more recognition. You start mm. to get the CEO might call, right? We have directors of sales who tell me, all I do is I watch the leaderboards for the new guys. And as soon as someone like is doing something noticeable, I'll give them a call. Um, you get the incentive trips, all these things um, that are only there for, for the top reps once you start seeing a little success and everyone else gets left behind. Mm. Um, and so what do you have to do to break that 80-20 rule is you have to break the constraint on the time of the manager. Um, and the time of that director mm. who wants to show some love. If I actually mm. have time to help everyone, then we can really start to duplicate what the, the success mm. the top reps are seeing and spread it across mm. the organization. Um, because if we can spread that love and give everyone those resources that right now only the top reps are getting, mm -hmm. then you can see that success duplicate. So cool. Yeah. So cool. And it might even be resources they're getting and also resources they're utilizing that nobody knows about whether it's in their pitches, on their door approach, whatever it is. Now with Ciro, you're able to flatten that. You're able to bring that to the, that bottom level or the mid-range where I could see the, a huge improvement is that mid-range. Because it sounds like the right. mid-range generally, like they're in it. They're, you know, they're, they're in it. They're trying. They're doing, hard, they're doing their best. Maybe sales doesn't come to them so authentically. Maybe it's they don't have the same resources. Maybe they haven't put the time in for themselves and don't know where to go. But now they're getting that training in-house from totally. their own people. That's awesome. If you were to give, you know, and your experience and everything, uh, a little bit more personal sure. insight and feel, you know, what, what resonates to you most of building a business, being able to be an entrepreneur, being able to do what you've done, spread, spread value, stay authentic. What is like your one message that you feel most passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Let's see, it's hard to pick one. You gotta um, think about it. You gotta think about it. I think in sales and as an entrepreneur, there's no getting around that it's gonna be a roller coaster. 
mm. right? There are going to be hard times and there are going to be good times. And the only way to stay sane, let alone productive, mm -hmm. is to let go of the results mm. and focus on the activity. Mm. Um, Marry the input, divorce the outcome. That's what I've heard a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, the, the results will take care of themselves, but like, um, it's, it's updating your reward philosophy. Mm. It's like, what do you pride yourself on? Is it on getting the sales or is it on like doing the things that lead to the sales? And I'll give you an example. I got really, really fast at multiplying by 0.33 because that was my commission. And every time <laughs> I got a sale in, I multiplied, okay, how much did I just make? And that's really unhealthy. Like it's tempting to always be checking the leaderboards and, and yeah. competition and so forth. And, and some people like that, but to me, that's like it's eating natural. junk food. Yeah. Um, like you're going to get that burst of energy, but in the long run, it's not great for you. Mm. Like to really be fulfilled in sales and be able to last the long run, go through the ups and the downs. It's about like just priding yourself on doing the right things and that being enough. Cool. And you'll attract the results. Awesome. I love it. Love it, Joe. Well, anything else you'd like to give to our viewers? Anything about Ciro? Anything like that before you wrap this thing up? It's been an awesome time having you on, dude. Likewise. Yeah. I mean, um, if you want to check us out, just head to Ciro.ai, S-I-R-O.ai. You can book some time with me and I'd be happy to chat. Perfect. Awesome. Wonderful talking Thanks, with Joe. you. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you, brother. Take care.